Hello everyone and welcome to the Radio Sega's YouTube channel. I'm Dr. Scottnik, the host of The Voice of Sega and Dr. Scottnik's Journey into Dreams. And I'm joined by the one and only Green Vibrate. How are you doing, good sir? Yeah, I am going. Looking forward to talking about some Sonic Colors Ultimate, which is not a phrase I think many people have been using on the internet recently. But, you know, positivity and all that. Exactly. Welcome to our review discussion for Sonic Colors Ultimate came out recently on all modern platforms we've been playing it and we're ready to give our thoughts and critiques on the game now green viper sonic colors were you a big fan of sonic colors back on the wii back in the day what's your history with this game absolutely a big fan of the game back in the day huge fan of it um so my history with it was it was the first sonic game i really remember getting sort of swept up in the hype of in terms of its release coming out a lot of other games before that just kind of released and I saw the adverts and went, oh, I'm going to get that, that sort of thing. This was the first one where I was really excited for the launch of it. Um, I was actively following Newswick coming out, etc. I remember it appearing a lot back on TV, on like gaming shows back in the day, for example, uh, which kind of just kept building hype for it. And despite that, I never actually ended up getting the game until about two years later. There were people around me and my family who had it on the Wii and I was kind of jealous and never really got to play it, but... After a while, uh, just not being able to get it, I kind of just forgot about it and thought about other things. But went back to it in around late 2012-ish. I would have got my copy in mid-2012 and finally sort of sat down with it after playing the DS version around 2012-2013, early-ish. And yeah, completely fell in love with it. Same with the DS version, just loved the level themes, the structure, the whole gameplay loop of it being a bit more maybe puzzle-based than other Sonic games. Didn't necessarily mind that that meant that it was a bit more 2D, but my history of it was, yeah, mostly really looking forward to it. For some reason, just forgot about it and then went back a few years later and fell in love and kept playing the game then on. Kept going back through it, went through the Egg Shuttle, got all the Chaos Emeralds and just kept playing it over and over again it's infinitely replayable to me which was why i was looking forward to a new re-release in hd and with all the fancy additions that comes with yeah for me it was uh, quite strange i didn't get it at launch just like you um but i don't think i was too excited for it i played sonic unleashed on the wii a whole bunch uh and that was my sort of go-to game just to keep replaying it get better at all the levels and then one day, um, one of my mum's friends from England was coming over to Australia for a holiday. And she's like, oh, Scott, uh, he's asked if you wanted anything as a, as a gift. And I just I just shot, shoot my shot and I said, uh, Sonic Colors on the Wii? And then he arrived, he came into my room, and he goes, here you go. And it was a copy of Sonic Colors for the Wii. Uh, so I think that's one of the, the, the Wii games that would just stand out with me just because it was just such a weird way of getting that game. And I never expected it to happen. But it, but it did. Got the game with the uh, little figures that came with it as well. Never played the DS version, um, but I really, really enjoyed the Wii game. It's such a polished game. Uh, there's six unique areas, each with six acts. Uh, and then there's the final zone, which only has three acts. But I really loved how each sort of area had a very distinct theme to it. They're all very unique. Amazing music. So much fun. Built upon a lot of the stuff that was on the Sonic Unleashed day levels. And I went back to it. All the time whenever I went to play the Wii, played a bit of Sonic Colors, played a bit of Super Smash Bros. Brawl, played a little bit of Sonic Unleashed on the Wii. 
Um, so yeah, it was a game I held true to my heart. And then, last year there were some leaks, some rumours that Sonic Colors would be coming back. There was a, a leak on it, I think it was a German voice dubbing um, website saying that there'd be a Sonic Colors Ultimate coming out. And I was like, oh, okay. Seems seems uh, like the kind of thing Sega would do. Uh, when you first started hearing all those leaks and rumours about Sonic Colors Ultimate, uh, did you think it was just a load of rubbish? Or did you think, yeah, this is probably going to happen? No, I completely bought into it because uh, I've been telling people for years that I think out of all the back catalogue of especially modern Sonic games, outside of sort of the Mega Drive stuff, the most likely one that they're going to go back to at this point is Sonic Colors, and I've been saying that since probably like 2017-ish, for the simple reason of every game since has been based upon Sonic Colors. You know, it has the wisps, it has the writing of colors, it incorporates a lot of the world from it. A lot of them are built upon this game, and yet it's a game that's stuck on the Wii, which is a console which doesn't have HD, it couldn't handle the game at 60 FPS, most importantly, the core audience for Sonic games since Colors has kind of lowered in age age rating, that sort of thing. So, as a result, a lot of the sort of 10-year-olds which are now aiming Sonic at were too young to have a Wii or have a Wii U, and therefore can't play this game which is so influential to what Sonic is now in terms of spin-offs, the mainline games, the mobile games, even a little bit of the movie sort of. It seems like the base of which everything's built upon rather than any of the games before it. So as to why it took them this long, I don't know. But when I saw the German report that you mentioned about, I just was not shocked in the slightest. And even if that one wasn't true, I knew it probably wasn't long until we saw something from Sonic Colors rather than, you know, an Unleashed Ultimate or another Port of Lost World or something like that. I knew this was always going to be the most likely one to come across the new platform, so I'm glad my suspicion was indeed correct on that one. And then during the Sonic Central, which was basically just a Nintendo Direct, very, very blatant, um, they announced that Sonic Colors Ultimate was indeed real and coming out. It was a very weird trailer. It had some weird audio mixing, which uh, <laughs> we'll talk about later on with audio mixing with the game. Um, but yeah, it showed off a trailer... And it was more than just a port, there was cosmetics, you could change Sonic's shoes, his hands, the game had new lighting. At first, I was quite impressed with how this looked from the original trailer. I was like, oh, you know what, I'm actually kind of keen for this, it looks pretty good. And then, Sonic Central ended, I went on Twitter, and uh, you know what Twitter's like, Twitter likes to complain about things, and that really much shifted my mindset from being like, oh, it didn't actually look as good as I thought it did. To, um, mm, yeah, this lighting needs a bit of improvement. This needs a bit better. Um, so yeah, we kind of went in with this mindset, thanks to Twitter and the Sonic community, that uh, yeah, the, the the mindset going into this was quite negative. What about you? Um, yeah, just before that, it's important to remember as well. It was leaked again before Sonic Central. It was leaked by it was either Peggy or the Australian rating board. I can't remember, but one of them leaked again that Sonic Colors Ultimate was coming out. So it was really only a matter of time before it was announced, considering if it's got a rating, that means it's pretty close to done. And you know, it's more official than someone saying, oh yeah, we worked on this, because anyone can do that, <laughs> in a sense. But yeah, that kind of confirmed it. And then when we went into Sonic Central, when they announced that, I was like, okay, this is where Sonic Colors Ultimate's going to be revealed. We're going to find out all the stuff about it. So, yeah, much like you, I was kind of of the same mindset. I saw the trailer and I was like, yes, Sonic Colors Ultimate, this is great looking forward to this, saw the September release date, thought, that's soon. 
okay. Um, and was positively happy coming out of it. Um, looking forward to all the new features. At the time, I kind of remember feeling a little bit icky about the lighting, but wasn't that huge of a deal. I was like, topical resort. Sorry, tropical resort. Ooh, easy mistake to make. Uh, looks a little bit dark. Um, but okay, the rest of it looks fine. So anyway, I was happy coming out of Sonic Central. And like you, check Twitter um, and immediately just noticed the flood of people kind of nitpicking the trailer and picking pieces. And I think people consider nitpicking to be a negative thing, but that doesn't always have to be the case. But there definitely was a lot of people going in and dissecting these little individual small minute bits of the trailer and um, you know, some of the more level-headed people just went okay it's fine you know they can patch this out or whatever they can get something ahead for release day whatever they want to do they can get this sorted and then you had all the doomsayers who were like no no this is awful it's another downfall for Sonic this that and the other and oh this game's going to be awful you're bad for liking it this that and <laughs> anything else um, but there was, yeah, definitely a lot of negativity, and that just continued the more news that came out about it to the point where by the time the game was out, the opinion which I kept seeing was overwhelmingly negative and not looking forward to it, which then the final release just kind of validated those people's opinions, but I'm sure we'll get into that a bit later on. Exactly. So, yeah, I wasn't too excited for the game leading up to it, maybe in the last... Uh, two weeks or so before launch, I was like, you know what? Yeah, same. I'm, 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 I'm building the inci- excitement, so I get a little bit hyped to to pick up Sonic again. It's been a long time. Uh, so, the game I've been playing it on quite a variety of consoles, and so has Green Viper. I've been playing it on the Xbox Series S, the Xbox One S, the PS4, and uh, the Nintendo Switch version. Green Viper, what have you been playing it on? So the main devices I've been playing it on is primarily PS5 and a little bit of PS4 here and there. Also played it on Switch and my least played one of the bunch is PC um, and probably combined with Xbox Series X as well. So between us we've pretty much played every uh, sort of console version of the game aside from the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X but uh, who owns those consoles? Um, So... As we talked about going into this, uh, the online influence of this is going to be a terrible game was there. Uh, And then, of course, the early reviews came out. Some YouTubers made videos going in depth about all the glitches in the game, uh, which also didn't help the opinions going into it. Um, So when I launched Sonic Colors for the first time, I was very skeptical. I was very cautious. I was going to be hyper aware in a sense to all the small little glitches all the small little things that might sort of go wrong whereas I might not have had that mindset if I hadn't seen all these videos in the past Um, so it's definitely not a fun way to go into a a new game Um, but sat down played Sonic Colors in just two sittings Um, so that shows I enjoyed it enough to to kind of blaster it, have fun with it uh, regardless of the, the small issues I had here and there. How was it for you, Green Viper? Uh, yeah, so in much the same boat as you, uh, in the sense of, in the last two weeks, I suddenly started really looking forward to it and got the game on its digital deluxe release day in the end. Um, and 
like you saw all these glitch videos popping up. Uh, initially, admittedly, I was kind of a bit in denial. I was like, you know, they're going out of their way to find these glitches and it's not an accurate representation because they're compiling them all together. They're not going to be this in rapid succession in the real game. But that kind of planted the seed in my mind. The more glitches that I saw in these videos, yeah, the more concerned I became to the point where when I started the game, like you, I became hyper aware of all the glitches that I was going to see and I kind of made a mental note of them and I got my way to look for them more in the environment. So as a result, it kind of did a little bit influence uh, my opinion on the game, having seen that pre-release material from uh, certain YouTubers and sites and Twitter users and the rest of it. Um, but as a whole, like you, I did end up kind of liking the game because at its base, it's still Sonic Colors. Um, that, that's still there at its core. That hasn't changed. Uh, it's just all the stuff surrounding the package that has and all the new quality of life and feature updates that have come with bringing it to new consoles. But ended up finishing it in one sitting. Um, so oh, when you beat me, did that on launch day. Yeah, I did it in like two or so hours. Um, I've played that game enough to where <laughs> that's a pretty comfortable time to beat it. Um, but after that, went back uh, on the because that was on the PS5 version. Went back and played a little bit, got some of the red rings on there, and then it was off out of the house, so no access to my PS5. So instead, played the PS4 version to collect the rest of the red rings, do all of Game Land, and play a bit of Supersonic. And yeah, if you're playing on a last-gen console, which, you know, this is a last-gen game after all, definitely notice more issues uh, when playing on those systems, which, uh, yeah, did hamper my enjoyment a bit more than it did on the newer systems um, as a result, but Switch being the worst, which we've both got our opinions on. Um, we'll get to that later. PS4 in particular did kind of, yeah, a little bit hamper my enjoyment on the game, having played the rest of it on there, but having gone back to the PS5 since returning home, uh, it's definitely a bit of a nicer overall package as a result of the, well, the various bumps that the console can give the last gen game, I suppose. Exactly. It's still Sonic Colors. Sonic Colors is a great game. Um, so it's still a fun time. It's just let down by some disappointing sort of visual glitches, sound glitches, and just sort of stuff that didn't need to be there. Um, this could have all been sort of worked on, patched out, um, tested through. Um, so it's, it just feels a bit more disappointing uh, when you see these kind of negative things. Um, if it wasn't there, this game would be so much better, so much more enjoyable, but yeah, just the small things, they start to add up, uh, which is a shame, but Sonic Colors Ultimate, ultimate meaning there's some new additions into this game. Uh, we're going to go through some of them, uh, give our opinions on them, uh, whether we like those additions, whether we thought they were just a bit of a waste of time and effort, starting off with the new graphics and lighting in the game. I feel like some levels work better for this than others. Uh, Sonic's whole model is lit, lit completely different to how he usually is uh, in the original Sonic Colors. It's it's kind of a mixed bag. What do you think? 100% a mixed bag. Yeah, so there are some stages which I think work really well with the lighting and especially, you know, the main point of contention has been the bloom. I think there are some stages that actually work really well with it. In particular, I think Sweet Mountain and Planet Wisp look gorgeous. Starlight Carnival does look pretty nice, but there are some areas which I have some problems with. Astro Coaster, I didn't really notice, which I think is a good thing. Mm. You know, there was nothing that stood out to me 
as being I didn't like or did like. Therefore, that's probably a good level. It's not too visually distracting. And if you're listening on Radio Sega, then you know for a fact that, yeah, I'm a pretty big Tropical Resort fan, right? Favourite level in the entire series. I'm sorry, it's the weakest level in Carl's Ultimate. It just looks horrible. It's dark, and yet everything's super illuminated at the same time. Like The sky is all pitch black where it shouldn't be, and yet at the same time, all of the level, you know, all the lights are cranked up to full bloom. Um, the we'll probably get onto this in a bit, but I will say just now the music as well. The new remixes feel like they're the weakest in the game as a whole. That that's the first level. That's your first impression, and it's I'm sorry, it's really not a good first impression. It's yeah, by far the weakest level in the game. Just looks ugly in my opinion. Sorry to say. So the new lighting, hit or miss. Uh, a thing which I think's a hit is the new gold coins that are scattered around each levels which you can use to buy cosmetics uh, you can use to buy different types of boost uh, and also different icons I quite enjoyed this I thought this was a great little addition add something unique and fresh to the Sonic series we haven't really seen cosmetics in a Sonic game before of course in Sonic Forces you could create your own hero but in this game you can give Sonic some swag which I think is uh, a lot of fun. I think a lot of people have quite a bit of enjoyment from this. I know you, uh, as soon as you could, you changed his gloves and shoes to green, didn't you? Uh, just the shoes. I changed them to the chrome green oh, ones. Re- reason being is because uh, back in Smash Bros. Brawl, you mentioned it earlier on, um, my favourite Sonic to play as was the green one. So as a result, oh. the second I saw you could recreate that in Colors Ultimate, I, immediately that was the first thing I did. <laughs> But yeah, as a whole, I really like the whole cosmetic feature. I know a lot of people thought it was a bit of a pointless addition, but there, there is that subset of people who, if this wasn't in the game, would have created these mods for it and would have done it on PC anyway. So I think just the way to officially tie that in is a fantastic addition. Yeah, there were some bits of it I think could have been better. In particular, the boost and auras felt a bit lacking. They're, they should have had more just generic colour options in those two sections rather than, you know, it's like flower boost and ice boost I wish they just simplified those a little bit but outside of that the whole concept of it this is something I think needs to return as to how they do it some of the point requirements for the park tokens feel a bit too high like some of the boosts and auras are like 70-80 tokens and bearing in mind each stage only gives you like two most of the time yeah that's not enough unless you do the rival rush stuff which upon winning gives you 50 tokens which is a lot but by the end of 100% in the game, you still won't have enough to get everything. Uh, not that you need to, the trophy list and the achievement list doesn't require you to, but if you're that sort of completionist, yeah, there's no way in a 100% run to get that many park tokens. So I think the token requirements probably need to go down uh, if they are to bring this back in future games, but as a whole, yeah, customising your Sonic's a great feature. I really hope they bring this back. I don't think it's pointless at all. I think it's a way to officially tie in mod, you know, some of the mods that people would have made for this game otherwise, so it's a great way to incentivize officially doing that sort of thing. A few weeks before Sonic Colors came out, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog YouTube channel released the Sonic Colors Rise of the Wisps two-part animation. Uh, it was a cute little animation starring Sonic, Tails, Dr. Eggman, Orbot, and Cubot, and Metal Sonic. Because Metal Sonic is now in Sonic Colors Ultimate in a kind of uh, 
ghost trial kind of race kind of thing. Uh, it's a cute little addition to the game, adds a uh, bit of replayability to go back to those levels to master it because some of these Metal Sonic races are a bit tricky. Uh, I just wish there was a few more of them. Fun, but I wish there was more. Green Viper? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so I've unlocked all these now and I've only got some, got through some of them at least, but I do wish there was more like you say because some of the level choices are okay, but some of them I'm like, why did you pick this level as the only one in this zone uh, to be the one to give you a rival rush race? But yeah, as the effort you have to go to them is not really worth the reward and they are tricky, yeah. You will have to replay some of them a few times, but it's like 20 minutes of metal collecting for a three-minute Metal Sonic race, which sometimes isn't even that challenging at all. So I wish there was more, um, and I wish um, there was... I don't know if they're ever going to add this through patches or DLC, so you know this might become outdated, but people have been data-mined the game, and there's been some interesting stuff in there. But the original unlock for beating all of Rival Rush beating all the races that is was to unlock metal sonic in place of supersonic and that just destroys my heart with metal sonic being my favorite character that would have been such a cool reward and there was even how would, how would that work do you get like enough rings and then you just turn from sonic to metal sonic i don't know i think sonic? because Me metal sonic's uh, whole model and how he plays in the rival rush mode is built on top of supersonic so you would unlock it like as an additional unlock but i think yeah, instead of collecting the rings, you would just set it in the menu like you do a Supersonic, and you would just start as him and play as him the entire time. But that's such a shame to me that there could have been more to Rival Rush mode as found in the files, but yeah, it hurts a little bit as a Metal Sonic fan that he's just restricted to a couple of, you know, six races in the game. Is there one in Terminal Velocity? I don't remember. But it's, yeah, it's fun. But they didn't go the whole mile with it. There's still more they could have done, as evidenced mm. by the work they were doing on it, but had to abandon. The life system is now gone in Sonic Colors Ultimate in favour of the tail save feature, whereas if you fall off a cliff or something like that, uh, you'll be put on to a, one of the closer ledges you fell off by tails, and you continue on your merry way. I'm not a big fan of this new edition. It's good that Tails has a bit more to do in the actual gameplay, um, but you get an animation of Tails very slowly putting you back down. So if you're in an area where you're dying a lot or some difficult platforming, you're going to be sitting around waiting for this animation to go through a lot. Um, it's very annoying. you got to hear Tails say a line, then you'll wait three seconds of him holding there, then he lets go. Um, but the checkpoints are still in the game, so if you run out of tail saves, then you'll go back to your previous checkpoint. Uh, it feels like a weird mismatch of everything. Um, I feel like if they cut down the animation for the tail save, that could have been a better feature, um, but as it is at the moment, I feel like it was a mm, bit of a bit botched job. Green Viper? Yeah, I'm all for accessibility options like this and making games easier with assist modes if people need them. But the way this is implemented is 100% a botch job. Um, like you say, the issue is how long it takes for me. Uh, you die, and then, yeah, Tails speaks his voice line really slowly and come on, hurry up, and it's like 3-4 seconds where you just put the controller down and you can't do anything. 
I just wish there was the option to turn it off. Um, that's what you need with accessibility modes like these. You need the option to remove it, or you need the option to turn it on. Uh, give people all the options possible. It's very weird because there's another sort of Tails accessibility option in the game, which is like the navigator mode, where you can go to like a question mark ring and it'll give you a little tutorial on what to do. That's uh, that's a switchable mechanic. You can turn that off, you can turn it on, but not Tails save. No, and especially since it's a new tacked-on feature for this game, you'd think they would have the ability to turn it off. And in a sense, if you don't have any park tokens left in the current level you're in, sometimes it won't do the tail save and it will just respawn you at the checkpoint. So the functionality is still there to have it done the old way. It's just, yeah, the way it's executed is really clunky. I hope they patch it to either let you turn it off or, because I think there were some murmurings that that was going to be the case before the game came out. So hopefully they add a patch to turn it off. If not, just please speed it up, because I don't mind it if there's, you know, like a little animation of Tails just dropping Sonic off, but, you know, it has to be pretty much instant, because, yeah, there's been times where it's been, like, five seconds, and I've just put the controller down, grabbed a drink, put it down, and finally Tails has let go of me, and I can continue with the level, because I made a silly, you know, slight slip on somewhere like Asteroid Coaster, and now I've got to sit there and wait for ages for to actually be able to continue the game and correct my mistake. So, yeah, I hope they... Um, work around this in the future anyway because I like the fact that it's there I don't like at all how it's been implemented Fingers crossed on that one with Sonic Colors the Wisp with a new sort of mechanic brought into this game very successful went on to start in other games like Sonic Lost World Sonic Forces Team Sonic Racing and in Team Sonic Racing they introduced the Jade Wisp which has an appearance in Sonic Colors Ultimate uh, very weirdly, however, in the uh, sort of title screen, you have like Sonic running with all the whips around him. No Jade Wisp there. I thought they would have added that, but it's just uh, sort of a direct port from the Wii title screen. They didn't add the Jade Wisp. That's alright, that's just a very tiny, tiny nitpick there. Uh, but the Jade Wisp, turn into him, got some very funky music goes on. Probably one of my favourite Wisp musics. Uh, and you're able to kind of phase through walls in select areas. Uh, it's it's pretty fun. Sometimes it's, it doesn't work exactly how you plan, and some of the areas you go into, you kind of feel like, mm, I don't feel like this was designed properly for this kind of area. What were your thoughts on the Jade Wisp? Uh, yeah, just on the Jade Wisp quickly. It's interesting you mentioned it's not on the title screen, because this, it is in the final color blaster, in the, you know, the little icon that appears in the Wisp HUD in the final color blaster and the final boss. Mm. It's there, but yet it's not there in the actual blaster in the stage, and it's also not on the title screen. So it's really inconsistent how they've added the Jade Wisp, and that kind of ties into my opinions on it, because in the main game, in the you know the, the core game, just going to the end of the level, get the goal ring, etc. Or, you know, the, whatever the goal capsule thing is in some of the levels, but I like it there. Where I kind of take offence to it is in getting all the red rings, because in order to accommodate for this wisp, they moved quite a few red rings, and a lot of the new places they've put them and the ways they've tied the jade wisp into getting them feels really unnecessary and very extra, and so much more convoluted than the old red rings used to be in the Wii version. So I like it in in the sense of just getting to the end of the game as fast as possible, I don't like how they've tweaked certain parts of the game to accommodate it because it just 
doesn't I can't put my finger on it but it just doesn't quite feel right it just feels too clunky how they've moved certain things um, to make sure the Jade Wisp has a use uh, <laughs> in getting the red rings mm. uh, along with those sort of big changes to ultimate there were a few other smaller ones such as 100 rings uh, giving you invincibility for a little bit felt like a little bit of a tacked on kind of extra there but didn't even notice it <laughs> there I guess uh, and there's also the big one, which annoys me a lot, which brings us to the music and sound effects segment of this review discussion, is the perfect homing attack. So when you do a homing attack on an enemy, if you wait for a little while for a second uh, little circle reticle to appear, it will give you a perfect homing attack and it'll give you a few extra points for it. And it plays this new sound effect, which is incredibly grating and is it just peaks the audio. It's horrible to listen to. Uh, so I go out of my way to try to never get the perfect homing attack. Always just try to spam that button just so I can hear that normal, beautiful homing attack sound we've been used to for so many years. Um, I feel like if they had changed this audio, maybe turned the levels down or something, this whole mechanic could have worked really well. I like the idea of trying to, instead of just bunning mashing homing attack all the time, you've actually got to kind of think about it and you get rewarded for for waiting out a bit, waiting for that right moment to hit that homing attack. Um, but the way it is, it does not incentivize it at all. It just makes you want to avoid it for all I can. Uh, did you have the same thoughts as me on that one? Yeah, it's funny because the second you mentioned it, the first word that came into my mind was grating as well because I actively cringed every time after a while that this I accidentally did the perfect homing attack because, oh, it blew my ears out. It's horrible, but as a concept I think it's great because uh, I don't know if I'm going to get flack for this but I was always a pretty big fan of the homing attack system in Sonic Lost World the fact that you could charge it up and the more you charged it up the more powerful of an attack you did that's that executed perfectly to me but despite that because of the whole sound effect issue I always go out my way like you to not do it because if I do you know I have to turn the volume down on my TV or you know plug a hole in my ears basically because <laughs> it is irritating um, but yeah I like the concept of it because the stronger the homing attack is the more uses it has in Sonic Colors um, and as a whole I love that in Lost World like I said so I thought it was something that should have stuck with Sonic permanently and I was kind of sad when we went back to the normal one size fits all homing attack but you know the stronger it is the more damage it does the more useful it is with interacting with objects I think it's great just Turn the dial a little bit down, please, guys. Exactly. The The sound effects in this game are very, very weird. The levels in this game are not good in the slightest. Cutscenes play very quiet compared to the, the actual gameplay. Uh, some music doesn't play. For example, you uh, use a wisp and the wisp music won't start. Um, the homing attack, as we talked about it's very much all over the place and very much hampers the experience for me. Um, also talking on sound, the soundtrack Ultimate brings in a remix soundtrack for the first two acts, sometimes three acts uh, of each area. For me, very much a mixed bag. I, I, ever since they kind of 
showed off a few little teasers of the soundtrack on the YouTube channel. I wasn't a big fan of many of them. I felt like a lot of them were very overproduced, they had too much going on, they were kind of just adding instruments for the sake of adding it. For example, as you said earlier, Tropical Resort has uh, sort of some piano added to it, which just sounds completely off and it doesn't work for the vibe in the slightest. Um, but then you got some bangers, like uh, the Aquarium Park Act 2, is a highlight for me, I really like that one. And also the uh, Speak With Your Heart remix that plays during the credits, uh, which also should add the final like 10, 20 minutes of the credits, it's just complete silence, uh, which is also quite fitting for this whole music and sound effects segment. But yeah, Speak With Your Heart, I wasn't a big fan of it on the original release, um, but this new remix version, and also the version they played during the Sonic Symphony, is an absolute banger. Of course, we're Radio Sega, so we've got to talk about the music. Green Viper, what were your thoughts on the overall sound effects and the music as a whole? Overproduction is the name of the game in terms of the music. Uh, like you, yeah, some tracks I love, some tracks I just detest and... I kind of cringe every time they come on, like Tropical Resort. Act 1, that piano intro, just does not work. I don't know if you remember it, but do you remember a few years back there was that meme where there was like that MP3 to MIDI converter and everything you put into it would turn it into like this awful piano mess? I figured out that's why I dislike it so much. It sounds exactly like that piano and it's so distorted and just doesn't fit the melody line at all. I hate it. And that's the first song, it's the first impression of the soundtrack. Yet again, First impression, off to a horrible start, but it does get better, thankfully. Uh, like you, Aquarium Park Act 2 is an immediate standout. I did like Act 1 as well, uh, which was the first one they showed off on YouTube. I did enjoy that one. I think as a whole, though, um, there, a lot of the remixes aren't, aren't great. In particular, the uh, Negawis Bomber Act 2, or sorry, uh, Phase 2, the final boss theme, which everyone loved from the original. It's probably my favourite final boss theme in the series. Um really downgraded uh, it's missing a lot of instrumentation which made the original so you know, it's, a, it's a word you're not meant to use anymore but epic because you get laughed at but it was so epic when you first heard it and oh it gives me shivers every time I hear the original but you hear the new one it just it's just missing something and that's the whole thing it's either missing something or it's added too much but despite that um, I think the standout remixes aside from the ones I just mentioned tend to be Junsunoi's works. They're the best uh, versus Rotatatron, um, you know, the boss themes for... They are the boss themes, sorry, for Tropical Resort and Planet Wisp. Uh, he also did Terminal Velocity Act 1, which is an absolute slapper, as is Starlight Carnival Act 1. His works are by far the best remixes because they don't feel overproduced, they just feel like Jun's going ham on the guitar. It's amazing. I think Tomoyo Otani's remixes, I'm sorry, are the weakest. I do really like Tomoyo Otani, but it feels like he was just trying to turn his original works into dance music too much, or he didn't understand the original vibe and feel of some of the other composers' original tracks as well. Feels like he just kind of got the wrong memo on a lot of them, um, as much as I do love his works. But yeah, as a whole, Jun Sonoy, top tier. Tomoyo, I'm sorry, gotta knock him down a peg on this soundtrack as much as I love his other soundtracks. So, we played multiple different console versions of the game. Uh, let's run through some of them and give our quick thoughts on how they ran on each console. Starting off with a console we both played on, that being the PS4. 
play this on my big TV at home. Uh, it runs at a fairly stable 60 frames per second, but it does stutter every now and then, which is quite distracting when it does happen, but when it's smooth, it's enjoyable. Uh, the loading screens as well, I went into the game. I was surprised how long the loading screens were for a PS4 game. Um, thinking back to playing Sonic Colors on Wii, can never recall them taking that long. Um, were you in the same boat? Yeah, like, um, I've, I've played Sonic Colors on the Wii so much that I kind of remember at what point in the song the stage should kick in. So when I was playing on PS4, I'm like, come on, come on. It'd be sometimes like 5, 10 seconds after I remember it kicking in in the Wii version. It's so long. Um, but yeah, PS4, base, and Pro in particular, because I did play a bit of it on the Pro. Um, so long. And it shouldn't be. It's a port of a Wii game. You know, they shouldn't be like 20, 30 seconds loads in some instances. It's a little unacceptable in my opinion but uh, once you shift over to that PS5 which I don't know if you want to get into that in a second you can wash that worry away but on the base PS4 which is what most people are going to be playing it on yeah loads are a little bit out of order in my opinion but mm -hmm. the rest of the game um, yeah a little bit stuttery in places but mostly does hold that 60 FPS target but there are some places where it really drops and it's super noticeable and takes you out of the action but then again, so do the glitches, so it's not too out of character. <laughs> PS5, tell me about it. So, PS5 kind of takes the best bits of the PS4 version and just stabilises them. So the 60fps, fully stable, didn't notice a single drop, didn't have any weird stutters or weird freezes or anything like that, nothing. Perfect, 60fps the entire way through, brilliant. Load times as well, because you've got the power of that SSD as Sony keep touting, amazing pretty much on par with the Wii original if not faster in some cases so would highly recommend playing it on a next gen system either that or Xbox Series X or play it on your PC with you know your super duper high speed M2 SSD whatever you want to call it um, play it on there because yeah 60fps plus fast loads equals most enjoyable way to play a game so tell me about your, your PC setup and how does it how does it run on your PC? So my PC, uh, the main important bits is that it has a Ryzen 5, I believe it's 3600, and it has an RTX 2060 Super. Um, as to how it's getting bottlenecked or any other weird things you want to factor in, I don't know. But ran pretty well. I did have some weird stutters, but I think that was just how I had some other programs open at the time. That and the fact that from what I hear it has DRM, so that might also be the cause of some stutters, unfortunately. Yeah, um, as a whole, the PC version should run fine on most people's setups, but maybe a little bit more graphics and CPU hungry than I would like it to be as a port of a Wii game. But yeah, pretty on par if you have a decent-ish setup with the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions. On the conversation of next-gen consoles, played it on the Xbox Series S, and it runs very, very well on that system. Um, like you said, very fast loading screens, um, very smooth 60 frames per second gameplay. Yeah, really, really good. Best way I've played the game uh, so far. So, yeah, if you've got a Series S, you're set. It's going to run perfectly. Um, best way to play it, from my experience. If you have an Xbox One S, however, I'd say this is probably the second worst way to play the game. We'll get to that one in a bit, the worst one. Um, but the Xbox One S version, a lot 
of frame rate stutters from the 60 FPS target, which is very, very noticeable and very distracting. Some very long loading screens. I remember when I started the game on the 1S, the uh, first act, Tropical Resort, kind of glitched out at the, at the start on the loading screen. It kind of froze. I thought, oh, something gone wrong here. Finally kicked in. Um, yeah, just not a great way to play. So if you got a 1S, uh, sorry, you'll be playable, but uh, yeah, it'll be a bit noticeable. Switch. Oh gosh, here we go. Going into this, I um, saw all the tweets about it, a lot of the visual glitches that were happening. So I went into this expecting the worst. Wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, though I did still have issues uh, with the game. An unstable 30 FPS frame rate, which is very distracting, especially as the Wii version had a lovely locked 30 FPS, which is quite disappointing to see that the Switch is sort of on the same page as the Wii, locked at 30, but still can't even reach that target. Yes, it is using a new engine, all that kind of stuff, um, but still disappointing nonetheless. Extremely long loading screens, uh, of course. Still, yep, 30 FPS, very unstable frame rate, and long loading screens as well. It kind of adds together for a clunky experience. Uh, and everything is darker in the Switch version as well. You said earlier that the Tropical Resort stages are very dark, and they even more darker in the Switch version, especially when you finish a level and you're on the um, sort of screen with all your stats, you've got your S rank, the background is incredibly dark, which no idea why that is, um, but very, very distracting. The game has crashed one occasion for me on Switch, no other console, one time on Switch, but I have to say, it was quite fun to play this game on a Switch Lite. Uh, I was on my way to university, decided to give it a little bit of a go on the Switch Lite. That was a lot of fun, um, just to play Sonic Colors on the go. As I said, if these loading screens were much quicker, the frame rate was locked, this would be a great little Switch game. Uh, and the cutscenes look great on the Switch as well. We never talked about this earlier, but the cutscenes in this game are sort of AI upscaled from the Wii versions. On your PS4, PS5, Xbox, it's very noticeable that these are the Wii cutscenes. They're very... there's lots of artifacts going on, it doesn't look all that great. But on a smaller screen on your Switch, it looks very nice. I've done too much talking, Green Viper, have you played it on Switch? What were your thoughts? I indeed have, but before I get into that I should say, uh, you mentioned about Game Crash. I did have one Game Crash on PS5 and it was a single one, it happened in Tropical Resort Act 3. Closed the game, reopened it, had to replay the stage, never happened again, but thought that was worth noting. But with that in mind, I'm the opposite of you. The Switch version was worse than I was expecting, and I'm sorry to say, this game should not have launched on Switch. Um, it, I was, I went into it with the mindset of, okay, at least it's gonna be on par with the Wii version, and that's not the case. It runs worse than the Wii version. It, it looks grainy in handheld mode, uh, which is you know, the main mode I intended to play it in. I so I imagine if I spent any more time with it docked, it would look just abysmal. The entire game feels like it has input legs, which just feels like you're just walking through mud the entire time. It's stuttery, it doesn't have a consistent frame rate like you said, it just dips all over the place. Just generally the frame pacing feels really weird, so as a whole it just has this whole sluggish feeling to it. And like you say, 
weird lighting stuff with the fact that some levels are darker than they are in other versions and yeah all of this combined did not have a fun time on it at all uh, to the point where if this thing that's going on at the moment is indeed true where Nintendo are refunding digital copies I might have to look into it you know Nintendo breaking their policy of no digital refunds for Sonic <laughs> Colors if that's indeed true is a bit of a testament as to do how you have the digital works. version for the Switch indeed I do Got the physical, the, the lovely little uh, baby Sonic keychain. Yeah, I, I, I live in the UK, which is also a very weird addition. Oh, that's right. The um, people who don't know, the physical version of Sonic Colors Ultimate had to be delayed due to logistical reasons. Um, but here in Australia, we got it on day one. Uh, got a nice little Sonic Colors box with a Sonic the Hedgehog movie baby Sonic keychain, which feels like they just made too much of these keychains. For promotion of the movie, and they're like, oh, "What are we going to do with all this?" Uh, just chug it in with Sonic Colors Ultimate. Agreed, one hundred percent. And so much to the point where I don't think we were even originally getting the Baby Sonic Keychain version. And then they suddenly went, "Oh, we, we, you're getting it now in Europe, guys." Um, and I was like, "Okay, sure." But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think with the period of time that the Sonic movie came out, you know, with everything going on in the world, they probably just overproduced a ton of merch and. I don't think anyone was exactly clamouring for a baby Sonic keychain of all things, so I imagine they were like, yeah, we got we got excess stock, just shove them in the box, despite the fact they have nothing to do with the game. You know, it's not like the original on the Wii, like you said, where you got these uh, you got these Sonic action figures, and I believe it came with the Wisps, you know, nice and stylized for the game. Mm. Some pre-orders, uh, I saw these the other day in person, they came with like these little rubber wristband things with in the shape and colour of the Wisps, which is awesome. This just doesn't feel like any effort was put into it so I think your theory is correct I think they just had an overstock of these I'm like yeah the Sonic fans just stick it in so this port or remaster was done by Blind Squirrel Games uh, they've been doing remasters of a lot of games in the past like uh, Bioshock uh, the the Mass Effect trilogy recently uh, and a lot of people have had a lot of complaints with those remasters uh, so to no one's surprised a lot of people had problems with this game. However, we have been told they are working on patches, updates to the game, which is, on one side, a great thing that they're not just going to release it and run, but on the other hand, it's a shame that it even released in this state, because uh, you know what Sonic fans are like. If the quality isn't there, you're going to get your ass handed to you. Um, let's talk about some of the things we want fixed the future of Sonic Colors Ultimate so then hopefully in the future it can be a good Sonic Colors port a good way to play Sonic Colors uh, for me I have a few things as I said before the audio levels please fix that uh, just the the small little glitches that happen here and there like the the black boxes that may appear in the the distance because it hasn't rendered it out the um, the way sometimes Sonic's model hasn't appeared uh, just small things like that that kind of add up. The laser wisp has a kind of weird thing going on where when you activate it, there should be a little line that will show you the direction that you go. In the Wii version, it was nice and bright where the screen faded so you can see clearly where you'll be heading. But in this version of the game, the line is also faded as well, so it makes it incredibly hard to figure out where you're supposed to go. The 20 minutes of silence during the credits is a weird thing, but... It'd be nice if they just, just add in a few little extra songs. Uh, I was going through it because I heard about this on Twitter. I'm like, surely not. And then I got there and I was like, oh, it's true. And finally, menu lag. 
uh, in the game. When you go to the satellite options, uh, you can go to customize Sonic, all that kind of stuff. You press down on the D-pad and you're waiting about two seconds or so on like PS4, on the Switch. Uh, maybe just a few milliseconds on new gen consoles, but there's still lag there, and it's very weird for that to happen. So hopefully these things, uh, as well as a lot of other things people are saying online, hopefully these gets fixed and it can make Sonic Colors Ultimate a good game, because if all these things get sorted out, Sonic Colors Ultimate is a good game. It's just held back by just a lot of small things that pile up into a big mountain of problems. Green Viper? So, for me, it's audio and visual glitches. There's other feature things that I wish were changed, like we mentioned the tail save and somewhat mm. stuff to do with the gravel rush, but I'd live if they weren't implemented. The audio and visual glitches for me are the number one thing I want gone. The rest of it, I could live without. I prefer not to, but if that's where the budget's going, please fix all that first, because it's super distracting, does take you out of the gameplay, um, does distract you from, you know, the the whole world building everything else that the game has going on uh, to try and suck you into it it does as a result remove you from it so that needs to be number one priority to me once that's sorted yeah the weird credits music thing it, the, the credits they have a tendency to list everyone as well which is fine but you know don't leave it in silence but at one point I saw they were like thanking like the IT support company and all the workers there and all the department heads it's like probably the janitor was there if I hadn't walked off and gone somewhere else you know the, the blind squirrel list is really long um, but the fact they no one thought hey maybe we should add some more music to this credits loop uh, it's kind of a bit <laughs> bit eh I don't know how to feel about that but that feels like an obvious improvement like you just gotta you know edit the audio file which that uses to add a couple more songs that could be done um, but outside of that yeah audio and visual please and then after that maybe look into fixing the tail save and if you really feel like you want to do some post-launch content Metal Sonic as a free update or DLC since they were already working on that functionality please exactly so Sonic Colors Ultimate is out but there's still more to come in terms of patches updates so in the future a lot of our criticisms may still be relevant they may not be relevant subscribe to the Radio Sega YouTube channel and we may come back to talk about the state of Sonic Colors Ultimate in six months time, five months time uh, when they get it sorted out Green Viper 8, any final words for Sonic Colors Ultimate? Yeah, my final words for Sonic Colors Ultimate is it's still a good game at its core this is still Sonic Colors, a game which I hold very near and dear to my heart um, it's just all of the outer layer which, yeah, has some good bits has some bad bits, but definitely needs some work a good game at its core with issues which can be patched if they put in the time, effort, and money into it. Exactly, completely agree. Sonic Colors, great game. Um, this is still a good game, as I said before. Just a lot of small issues that kind of pile up into a, a slightly disappointing experience. Have you got Sonic Colors Ultimate? And which console have you been playing it on? Let us know in the comments, and we'd love to hear your opinions. I've been Dr. Scott Nick. Joining me has been the Green Viper 8. Thank you very much for watching and tune in to Radio Sega. Bye bye.